I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beer and the stories that go with them. I'm your host and man who owns more flip-flops and dress, than dress shoes and belts combined, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And here tonight, sound engineer, Tom. Welcome, slow-mo. Check one, two. Keeping the train on the tracks. Oh, sorry, Thomas. (laughs) Keeping the train on the tracks also is uh, producer Joe. Always good to be here, gentlemen. And we have someone else with us today, our special guest, beer enthusiast, untapped legend, Brian Ketterer. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Good to be here. All right. We are lucky enough to live in San Diego, California, America's finest city for craft beer, with over 160 breweries now within minutes to choose from. We know we're lucky. We want to share that good fortune with you as we taste great beers and share some stories along the way. So, and all, as always, we have an open seat for local legend Mike Lopez. Just an update this week, uh, check-in 7,160 and 5,764 uniques. Hey, Mike, we got to have you on the show. He's around here somewhere. He's in town. He is. Yeah. We got some social media plugs because we are now on Apple Music. <sighs> Good job, Joe. Thank you. I actually had someone uh, tell me on Twitter that uh, we sound much better on Apple Music. I don't know why. I don't know what happens with that, but we do sound much better. You can find us on Apple Music, Facebook, Podbean. Please share our podcast with your beer-drinking friends and like us and follow us on social media. That's our capital. Helps us head out to breweries, talk to them about their beers, and bring their stories to you. You can find us on Twitter. I like beer, the Poe One. And I like beer, the Talent. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at I, at I Like Beer, the podcast. And feel free to uh, message us through any of those formats, or you can go old school and shoot us an email at I Like Beer, the podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And you can find us on Untapped also. Yep. We're, Same thing. I like, I like beer, the talent. We're always looking for new friends to drink with. And I'm I Like Beer, the podcast. Uh, send us a request. We'd love to have you on board. Especially if you have no beer d- drinking friends, that's sad, and yeah. we want to help. No, you one, remedy. no one wants to drink alone. We'll be your <laughs> want to remedy that situation. Yeah. All right, it's unique night, so we're gonna. We don't really. We're going to uncharted territory exactly. all night yeah, long. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Tom, you're By starting. Definition, yeah. Tom is starting us off with our first unique. Uh, Tom, tell us about what we're drinking. Well, we're fortunate here. This beer is a gifted beer from one of our dear friends of the show, Firefighter Joe. Uh, he brought this one all the way back from the Kettle House Brewing Company in Boner, Montana. Boner, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> right. Here we go. Boner, maybe. Right? Uh, maybe. Boner. <laughs> I'd call it Boner. You go Boner there. There. Fair I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kettle House mission statement uh, goes something Good like this. not here. That's all I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 19, since 1995, our mission is to match the quality of our beers with the quality of the Montana outdoor experience. We expect to grow a community of beer drinkers and thinkers that can help Cool our warming world. We are dot 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 in search of cooler times. Ironically, that last phrase is actually trademarked, Jeff. <laughs> is is that irony? <laughs> no. I, I think it's irony, Joe. What do you uh, think? I think it is. Now I, I know really, you really do think. No, that was way too <laughs> yeah, early. Now I know you you're just messing no. with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too much fun. Too much fun. Right. We gotta uh, let them get a few tastes yeah, in yeah, before it's <laughs> exactly. Uh, the beer we're drinking today is their flagship beer. Uh, it's the, their biggest award winner called Cold Smoke. It's a dark, smooth Scotch ale with a slightly mm. sweet coffee finish. It's named after the light, bottomless powder that falls in Montana. 
the cold smoke that is transcendent powder experience craved by skiers and boarders. The quote is, no friends on powder days. If you've, <laughs> if you've ridden cold smoke, you know what we mean. We also sometimes refer to it as a, a gateway beer. A light, <laughs> macro beer <laughs> light macro beer drinkers find this is easy transition to craft beer because of its smooth and delicious flavor. It has a 6.5 ABV and 11 IBU. Sadly, though, it's not a unique for Padre Joe, who apparently had a pint back in July. Oh, in all right. Montana. Yeah. Oh, that. That's right. He's a trendsetter. He's always out on the I'm edge. Out there. Yeah, he's always looking for, what is that? The slightly, no, the transcendent powder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what, yes. So I, I see that. Oh. They did, they did have an, another uh, interesting beer name on their website there, uh, a comical name called Bonner Lager. Or boner lager, <laughs> yeah. depending on how you yeah, pronounce it. it. Tomato, boner, tomato, yeah. tomato, tomato. It no, could be boner it's lager. It's B-O-N-N-E-R. Yeah. It's definitely boner, but but the second end could be silent, <laughs> right? It could be, Let, and it could be, no, well. it, could, it, also, could be it could be a hard O as well. It could be a hard Yes, you're right. It could be a hard end as well. That's a good point to put out. Hard O. Oh, a hard O. Well, you never know. Uh, well, that's, you know how I feel about Scotch ale. Yeah, I, I love yes. And actually, I ran into a firefighter Joe at the Carlsbad. Brewfest, yes. and he told, and I did. I've never met him before. And he came up and said, "You're Jeff from I Like Beer the podcast." And I was so excited and realized I was wearing all I Like Beer the oh, podcast right. stuff. <laughs> I hate it when I get. And he knew everybody that. else on the team. Uh, yeah, right. So by process elimination, uh, it still made me feel good there. And yeah. he said he had brought a Scotch ale for us to enjoy on the show, and this is it. So thank you, uh, Firefighter Joe. It's delicious. I agree. I'm not a big coffee guy, and I don't really taste the coffee in this one. But uh, no, the smoke—it's pretty solid. I do taste the smoke, but it's just a real light tinge of smoke. Yeah. What do you think of it, Brian? It's good. For Scotch Hill, I'm not a big Scotch guy, but that's good. Yeah. Well, we're gonna are we rate since we've never had any of these beers. Are we gonna? Do we rate them? Are we gonna talk about where we're, we're, we're yeah. putting where these things this in? One? I mean, I, I if we're going untapped. I would probably put this at a solid like a four two five. Yeah, four two five for me. It's, a, it's, a, it's one I, I would definitely order if I'm in a restaurant, or if I'm what is that again? If I'm looking for some transcendent powder, powder. Yeah. <laughs> I would be looking for this. Yeah, yeah, four four two five for me. If if it's deep into the winter, I want a Scotch ale that's got a little more bite, a little more body to it. But for we're still in. In 82 degrees, 75 degree beer. days. It's this, a gateway yeah. beer. It's a California sure winter. It is a gateway yeah. beer. Yeah, this this is so. fantastic. 425 for me as well. What about you, Brian? I already went on untapped. I gave it a four. Oh, <laughs> there wow. you go. Yeah, very good. Wow. Wow. I think I'm going to go with you guys here. 425. It's a pretty solid beer. So it's what I gave it in July. Can, no. It is. Exactly. Cheers. <laughs> so this beer is so good? It is so good. And it tastes oh, so good. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know what time it is. It's time to get to know our guest. And Brian, we've got some questions for you. Alrighty. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we can start us off with telling us about when did you first get into the craft brew scene? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I probably got in the craft brew scene uh, probably when I was in Ventura, probably 1998, 1999. And I just wanted to try something different than just having the normal out of the can, out of the cooler. And, uh, Moving back to San Diego, 2006 really lit up what we were doing. So, what were you finding in 1998 in Ventura? There were a couple little uh, mom and pop and out of the garage and doing microbrews and small batches and mm -hmm. just everybody tasting and checking it out. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing, just kind of throw this out there because I, I don't know if we'd be sitting here today if it really if it wasn't for Brian. 
because Brian's the guy that introduced me to Untapped. Yeah. And so way back, I don't know, about like 2015, he's like, hey, have you ever seen this app? We were camping. And he's like, have you seen this app? And he showed it to me, and it's like, after that, I mean, now it's, it's like, I, over we got to go places. Yeah. We got to go places. So that, that might be the start of all this experience. So, Root uh, cause analysis yeah, it could be right there. Exactly that. So um, that being said, Brian, what's, what's your go-to number one brewery or brew pub in San Diego? In San Diego? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put a shout-out plug to uh, Papa Marcis. The Viseria. I'm, yeah. I'm really liking the uh, the vibe there. Um, he changes up the menu a lot, which is something I really um, like. I like going in and having something and not being there when you really, really want it. Right. <laughs> we need to go to that place because they have some great Mexican loggers. Where are they at? Uh, they're down, actually down in Carlsbad, yeah. um, and it's where Wise Guy used to be. So they replaced oh, okay. Wise Guy. They're right next to Rulier, um, and, and uh, they've got some really good beers. And I, I, I was there when they right after they first opened, and... You know me, I like a good Mexican lager, and it was a it was a tasty Mexican <laughs> yeah, lager. Yeah, it's a good. They got a great Michelada up here. In yeah. That. And Brian, Brian, you are a bit of an untapped legend. You've got some beer travels. I'm always impressed with where you're checking in beers from. So tell us a little bit about your your beer travels. How are so, you how are you getting around so much? So uh, my work allows me, affords me to work or uh, go throughout California. On, are you still uh, dancing? I'm still dancing. <laughs> I'm still dancing. Yes. Uh, but I get to go throughout California, and I, I try to hit as many breweries as I can when I'm out on business uh, after hours, of course. Uh, yeah, that, that's where I get the unchapped uh, dings at 6 a.m., Yes, right? that's yeah. right. That's when I'm coming home. Yeah. <laughs> Logging from the night before. Yeah. And I, I want to, the shout out for untapped is I, I don't even remember where I started. I think it was a, a lifeguard buddy of mine actually turned me on to it, and I Ended up starting following Mike Lopez, the, right. the elusive Mike Lopez. The elusive Lopez. Mike Lopez. <laughs> well, you guys have him and Mike yeah. Lopez. You guys originator. have him on the show. I want to be here because yeah. I'm always <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes behind him at a brewery. Right. He's our Sasquatch, really. Yeah. He's, yeah. Our, he's our chupacabra. <laughs> he's our Yeti, whatever yes. you want to call it. So Yoda. Yeah. Well, not yet. Till we not yet. Yeah, that's true. Right now, it's yeah, like, we can't give does him he that. really exist? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. It could be like five different guys checking in under one yeah. name. We don't know. You talk about it gets around. Yes, he does. That's yeah. yeah, all over the yeah, place. I want, yes. I want to go to one of these Tuesday night drinking fest that he's always checking in on. Yeah. He's got baby steps, 20, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Beer. Baby. Yeah. We have to actually meet him. Yes. Before you get the <laughs> Then we have to impress him. his existence. No big movements. No loud noises. Don't scare him. Why not just jump right in? Hey, Mike, we're going to be Tuesday. So, Brian, another question we asked our guests always is kind of what about your dad was he a beer drinker what did he drink like what are some of your early earliest memories of, of basically dad my my dad and his best friend were Budweiser and uh, Bush so they both grew up on the other side of the Mississippi nice king of beers king yeah of and then uh, Henry Weinhardt so remember that was like oh, the right. special beer yes yeah. Henry Weinhardt yeah. private reserve yeah, right, yeah private <laughs> reserve when, when, the, when the high high end guests come over you want to impress them you pull yeah. out the private this came reserve. from our private reserve <laughs> yes. on the other end of the Savon that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> next the to the Lowenbrow yeah. but you weren't quite yeah. Lowenbrow no, good no, I no, guess no. so you get the, you didn't have the foil the gold foil yeah. was not there yet but private reserve was good all our uh, good, gracious guests bring us beer. So, Brian, what'd you bring us? I brought you guys. Um, I want to. We went to uh, Latitude 33. We had a big event with them. They uh, cracked Who's open. We? I'm sorry, the Insidious Life Saving Association, the California State oh, Lifeguard okay. Association. Thank you for your service. That's, oh, that's yeah. right. Thank you for your service. You're listening to an American Thanks hero. For saving lives. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Uh, we had an event with them. They they cracked open uh, Bermuda, which is a uh, fall lager. You guys haven't had it pretty yeah. tasty yeah. uh it was collaborative with uh second chance and also with artifacts and uh, again great beer out of uh san clemente yeah but uh they did a fundraiser for us and we got uh 
some of the proceeds from the door. And they also allowed us to brew a beer with them and we were allowed to name it and we named it Double Staff. It's a double IPA, 8.5 ABV. And uh, I think it's pretty tasty. The name comes from when we have busy beach areas that we have to lifeguard, we always put two people into the tower because you're working so much. So we like to think of the flavor and the, uh, the hoppiness of this beer is kind of being the excitement and the, uh, the energy that we have coming out of a tower. So That's very cool. Awesome. That's awesome. And you're pretty sure it's a unique for us since you <laughs> I'm it. pretty sure it is. I don't think any, I, I don't even think Joe has had this one. And I would say that it's uh, it's still on draft at Latitude 33 in Vista. So you can go have oh. some. And again, we're getting all proceeds from this beer. It's going back to the Lifeguard oh, Associations awesome. and the John Wayne uh, Skin Cancer Foundation. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. And did you put it on untapped? Were you the one to log it? I did put it on tap. Nice. As, right. as I nice. would say, I did see Jeff at the Carlsbad Brewfest, and I was the first person to put the Carlsbad Collective on Nice. Untapped. Wow. So I, was, oh, I was excited nice. that you I You had beat just him. come from that tin, <laughs> and, you were, and you sent me straight there. <laughs> Very cool. Cool. I started on the wrong end. Sorry, I should have been Double staff. If the doctor was just here for double staff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He would go for a while. Oh, forever. Yeah, like a puppy Even with two Peters. Two clavicles. Uh. <laughs> Let's get scientific and two clavicles. Double clavicle. Do a double, double clavicle. clavicle. Uh. Uh, the marine biologist isn't here tonight to, to, yeah. to, to help us go. with the two staffs. Just check Shark Week. Did we just not tell him because we knew... This is going to be too dangerous for him. He might be, I think he might be saving like a whale or something tonight. Oh, I think that's there right. Was some that's right. A, does anybody know a marine biologist emergency down on the oh, beach tonight? It's, uh, it smells right, wonderful. Well, here, let's cheers. Double staffed IPA. Double IPA. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Dip us. Smell the double staff there. It doesn't smell it, really strong. I don't think strong. it smells. It's like, like in a typically like. No, it's not. Heavy it's resin. not, it's not like a heavy, heavy fine. double. Yeah. No, it's good. I went down. Fast and easy, yeah. It smells really light-bodied. I guess I'm thirsty, yeah. Wow. Fill her up. Uh, it's gold. It's not yellow. It's gold. That does not that's taste really like, really a, like a double IPA. Not at all. Like, I mean, that is, that's better than, to me, smoother than most single IPAs. Yeah. But you that, could get in trouble with this one. What was a lot the, of yeah. trouble. <laughs> what was the ABV on this? 8.5. Oh. <laughs> took coast yeah. nice. hey, Then so we have a growler. We have a growler of it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That's open. Serious, so. serious trouble. Just have a little <laughs> bit of the resiny. Yeah. Uh, the pine. Uh, the piney taste, resiny yeah. taste of, right. of, yeah. a, of a kind of what the current trend of, of the IPAs are. It's like but a it's not, light not, Sierra doesn't leave you smacking your lips trying to. But it's smooth. Cool. So let's go to letters from our listeners. Oh, we have more letters. Yes. More they're listeners. pouring that's, in. That's, yeah, that's, they're that's pouring the in. We have more listeners. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So what we have is uh, two questions from two of our newer listeners who have just recently turned 21 mm. and are checking out the beer scene here in San Diego. Listener Andy asks, what's the difference between an IPA and a double IPA and an imperial IPA and do we have a preference or recommendation? Well, that's a great question based it's on the two beer, questions, based really, on the yeah. beer we just drank. So I'm just going to throw it out there, but basically a double or an imperial IPA is basically like an IPA on steroids. Yeah. I mean, really that's good, how you yeah. look at it, right? Good descriptor. So, but to go like more scientific, extensive research, um, IPAs were originally brewed um, in England, and they were brewed as an extra hopped beer for the long sea voyages. Um, and they used the preservative properties of the hops to keep the beer fresh as they were traveling from England to India. Um, and they still make those styles of IPAs, but American brewers have kind of put their own spin on it to create, which is the more modern or what we typically drink, which is the American IPA. And they tend to be more aggressively hopped with the balance of hops and malts 
kind of definitely tipping in favor of the hops. And so they also typically feature kind of that resinous pine um, flavor. A lot of times you can get some, yeah, full body. You can get even get some kind of citrus or grapefruit flavor, that kind of stuff as well in them. And for um, our 21 year olds, you're going to get drunk a lot. Yeah, faster. a lot yeah, faster yeah, if you drink IPAs. IPAs right. So and either enjoy yeah. or be careful or both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as, if you're just ordering up because it tastes good, just know with your double IPAs, yeah. you're going to get there <laughs> right. faster. So in a double, the, the second the part time. of the question really is a double IPA and an imperial IPA are basically the same thing. Um, they're just, they're basically, they've doubled the, or even sometimes tripled the, the amount of hops, um, but then they add more malts to balance those. Um, and they usually have, like I said, huge kind of IBU values. And then they also have higher ABVs to match, as you can see from what we're, we're drinking right now here. And if you're looking for a great um, double IPA, loaded IPA like these, this double staff. I would, and, yeah, I would and, highly recommend this and one. And once a year, you can get the, the Mother Earth Primordial. And yeah. that it, that's another one just like this that you have no idea you're drinking that's an 8.5% beer. Right. You so, think but, you might might be drinking a Bud Light. But pace yourself there. Through. That's why you yeah. pace yourself. But, and then again, going right back to if you're talking about just straight IPAs, one of my favorite IPAs is at Latitude 33 is that Blood Orange IPA. I think it's yes. just a phenomenal IPA. Um, but I, I don't think you can go wrong almost anywhere in San Diego finding IPAs. You can go to every, every brewery pretty much has a, has a pretty solid IPA. Perfect. Let's grab another question from listener Winter asks, does beer taste different as you get older and do your tastes change? Oh, most, that's a good question because it's actually very true. So beer is, is like most alcoholic beverages. I think it's an acquired taste. Um, and uh, so as you, they say kind of one of the advantages to actually getting older is that beer literally tastes better for older people because as we grow older, our bitter taste buds become less effective at transmitting that bitter taste. And so it doesn't quite overwhelm us as much as it might have when we were an 18 to 21 year old. The negative is I don't think we can handle it as well as we could have when we were 18 to 21 year olds. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so definitely your, your beer does taste, uh, you know, different as you get older. And even, even within that, your ranges will change, you know. I got off the IPAs yeah. after seven years of drinking nothing but IPAs and double IPAs. I took a year, year and a half break and, yeah. and just couldn't even finish one and really started to enjoy some different flavors. Right. Lately, I've been trying to uh, follow Father Joe. Right. and Getting and the sours. Getting the no, I don't like sour, but trying some of the Belgians, and there have been yeah. a few. Uh, that were okay. Some yeah. of the wheat beers and just trying to, to open up my mind and, and starting to enjoy some of those. But also, I found that I'm starting to like the IPAs. I, my taste buds Coming came back, back around. around. I yeah. think I just blew out my hopometer for I, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for a bit. I, I can relate to that. I was the same way, Jeff. You know, yeah. I was there with Sierra Nevada, just straight and narrow for the longest time and then i uh, kind of went left and to some blondes and some reds and now i'm coming back around to sierra nevada and oh, double ipa we're talking about beers or women i don't know i, 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 I just want to clarify that tom because i don't know based on that okay sorry about that my wife, my wife is blonde I, yeah it's a good point so you're saying you never left the, yeah yeah the so, blonde yeah. Category. so just keep going out there and trying different yeah. things and yeah. to get those taster flights and see what you enjoy take some notes get on untapped and Befriend us. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you for your questions, Andy and Winter. Uh, you know what time it is? It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. All right, so I think I'm going to start tonight with the first uh, toast. And, uh, okay. So going back to, to, to Bush, basically this is a toast to, it's a, it's a college football fan. His name was Carson King. 
And I don't know if you guys have seen ESPN's College Game Day, but everybody holds up signs behind the, uh, the commentator. So he actually held up a sign uh, at a game that was in Iowa, and it said, Bush Light Supply Needs to Be Replenished. And then he also included his Venmo username on the sign. And so his phone immediately blew up, and within 30 minutes, he had $400. And so uh, he initially, initially he decided that, you know, hey, minus the cost of one case of Bush Light, because he's a Bush Light drinker, he'd give the rest of the money to the University of Iowa, the Steed Family Children's Hospital. And then when words kind of... What a nice guy. What a, exactly. Yeah. But, then, but here's where this theory gets really cool, is that when the word spread of that plans to doing the money, um, more people decided to contribute. Then Bush Beer and Venmo jumped in and raised the stakes by pledging to match his contribution. And then they just recently announced that they'd reached or $1 million um, in contributions wow. in terms of the matching funds and what he'd made on Venmo, and we're continuing to rise. And so you know, they're donating that money to University of Iowa Steed Family Children's Hospital. And then on top of that, as an added bonus, Bush said that they were going to send King a year's supply of Bush Light, oh, and goodness. they were going to put his face and name on the cans. <laughs> so, so I was saying, basically, here's, here's cheers to Carson, Bush, Venmo, and everyone who donated to that great cause. Yeah. I thought it was a great story. So. That is a great story. So, to toast him. That's just a story that gets better and better. <laughs> I want an update. Yeah. Just, so. And yeah, speaking right. of that, Skip and I want to update on that. Oh, Skip later and Ping. On. What That's about Skip great, and Ping? Skip and Ping are our favorite gay penguins. Um, you know, I've actually been trying to find an update, and I'm a little disappointed right now in the Berlin Zoo because the latest information, everything that they've had is just out of basically since mid-August, and they were saying that, that we should know by mid-September whether that is a viable egg they're sitting on. And they haven't released anything. So oh. I think it's time for maybe I might have to send a, a sternly worded email to the Berlin yeah. Zoo and say, hey, we want to know. People want to know More what, what's going I, on. I hope those two kids are okay. Uh, exactly. So I'll keep up on, you know, you know me. I will stay on, on the, and fight the fight, and I'll keep trying to find it. As soon as I hear anything, I will bring you guys the news on Skip and Ping. All right, Skip and Ping, we're, 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 our thoughts are with you. Yeah. Hoping the, for thoughts the best Thoughts and for prayers. You. Thoughts and prayers, Skip and Ping. <laughs> Uh, I've got a toast, a quick thanks to Gail and Stephen Zach from Zach's Brewing Company in Fresno, California. Uh, popped in on them unannounced, and they took a few minutes to speak with me, even though they were super busy getting ready for the downtown Fresno Oktoberfest that night. Um, I was trying to get out of downtown Fresno before dark, yeah, that's a good from idea. what I could tell. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It was very nice. Since last time I was there, I was very impressed with what they're doing with their downtown. And I think they said they're having five breweries opening up. That's great. Zach's have been open for about nine months, and they had, I think, 16 beers on tap. And how's this for a bold move? On their untapped board, you can see the ranking. Oh, wow, that not, is. Not the ranking no. you just gave it, just its overall oh, ranking. ranking. That's and he said, good. well, if I put a beer up there that has a, a bad ranking, I know I need to, to get it off the list. Um, get it wow, out, get it off the taps. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorites were the Nacho Average Pills, great jalapeno-infused Pilsner. And if I had a way to keep it cold, Joe, I, I know you would have liked that one too. I would have brought yeah. that, but I did not. And the Nutty Wife, their peanut butter stout. Uh, beautiful oh, facility great. at 712 Fulton Street. Comfortable, inviting venue. Super cool logo. Very nice people. They're working hard. You could tell that uh, both of them were there just working their tails off, getting ready for the big night. And appreciate that they took a couple minutes, or more than a couple minutes, took about a half hour to, to chat with us, take some pictures, and tell us their story. So... Congratulations, Zach's Brewing Company. Best of luck. Keep up the good work. Words I never Toast. thought I'd say. Uh, hey, road trip to Fresno? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe I have some cousins there. Oh, okay. I will have them bring, me, bring us some. Okay. Also. All right. Well, maybe the then we don't have to have a road trip. Yeah. Still taking the five, we'll take the 99. Yeah, there you go. Uh, right. Yeah, we've got trips up north to that's, make. That's good. And Tom, you have a toast. Yeah, I got a toast. I'm going to toast one from my mom, MB. 
Uh, her and her sister took off on an adventure to Europe for a solid three months and came back the other day. They survived. Thelma and Louise, hand in hand. <laughs> Man, if you only knew some of the stories I've heard. Uh, but uh, they survived without getting arrested. <laughs> they made it back in one piece. And so I just wanted to raise a glass to my mom and her sister for uh, making it through Europe for three months straight. Welcome All to right. my mom. Cheers. 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 Mrs. Tom. Oh, no, okay. Tom's mom. I guess that's better. Tom's mom. Tom's mom. Mrs. Tom is a different person, I think. It is my understanding that we have no roast tonight. No, everything is just peachy king. Everything is right and good in the world. All wrongs have been mended. There's peace and harmony. For one week. Universally. All you have to do is turn on the news right now and you'll see nothing going. Just good stories like the stories we're talking about right now. This might have been recorded earlier. Maybe. Or in a, in a really tight bubble yes. where we've been enjoying double staff. Yes. <laughs> exactly. yes. But we do have a poor I, one out, Tom. I do. And uh, this one goes out to uh, my dad, PB, uh, Papa Bear, uh, who would have turned 82 this week. Uh, he passed away a couple years ago, but I uh, just wanted to pour one out to my dad, thinking about you, Dad. There you go. Happy 82. Oh, to Mr. Tom or PB. There Doesn't look go. anything like me. <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. And it, I think it's time for our, another Third unique, because I'm, I'm on empty. Yes. I don't know where you yes, guys I'm are at. I'm on empty, too. So I've got the next uh, unique. What you got for us, Joe? You know, I'm a goal setter. So yeah. I went to Albertsons with my untapped in hand. That's perfect. That's <laughs> well said, Can I find a unique in Albertsons that none of this group has Extensive consumed? beer selection. Yes. And it was, uh, it was quite a search. Uh. <laughs> there were several I thought it should fit, and nope. Uh, at least most of the time, two or three had yeah. tried it, so. Like core, I landed and I, bud, yeah, yeah, <laughs> MGD. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even check those. Yeah. No, it's all right. <laughs> that's thinking outside the box. Yeah, no, is. for listeners outside of San Diego and Albertsons, a, yes. a regular grocery yeah. store is absolutely loaded with microbrews. Yeah, that's and, and I'm not yeah. joking because yeah. yeah. I know no, there's are. states where they, where they can't. Colorado just options. recently yeah. allowed that, but yeah. no, he's not kidding when he says he's going to Albertsons with his untapped and going through bottle after bottle. Yeah. We have a whole. Whole aisle of microbrews, cold and ready to be purchased. So yeah, we've done a pretty good job of conquering Albertsons, but I did find one that no one has uh, logged, which was a Saint Archer Tropical IPA, oh, and it's nice. probably in the name. It is in the <laughs> all right. Tropical. Uh, so not even I have tried it. So, so well, they call it Tropical IPA. That's tropical IPA yeah. is the they, name they of it. They put a lot of thought into that Saint name. Saint Archer, yes. yeah. And it, That's what uh, called Saint Archer name. Yes. It has hints of mango, to my understanding. Oh. So about so how, yeah, long, that was my, how long that was were you there, uh, staying there with your phone, <laughs> freezing in the aisle, yeah. checking in well, beers? Well, that's funny you say that, because I did go, at the Albertsons here, there's a walk-in. <laughs> 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 I see Jeff's face. Is <laughs> this is a good one. This is, like it's a good one. this is the IP I've come to know and love. Yes. <laughs> so I went into the walk-in, and I started, and I... There's a there's a walk-in section and I did after about <laughs> ten minutes. I'm like, okay. I need to field this from That's the outside. Funny. So. That's awesome. It took about fifteen minutes uh, to find one that. Well, yeah. So here we go. We are well traveled. This, yes. This does have that piney resiny taste. Uh, we're making a West Coast IPA too smell to it. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget us. We're making oh. one too. Not. I'm gonna put it out there. Not my favorite. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, it's a it's a Miller Coors brand. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. 
Although their tasting room in Encinitas is, very, is doing small batch yeah, and they and do some outstanding work. Yeah. It's back to the old St. Archer. I'm, I'm putting this probably, this is a two. Yeah. So this is yeah. a two for me. This is, this is one I, I would, I, if I had it in my thing, I would share it with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if I had it in my fridge, mm -hmm. I would be, this would be, the first this? Beer, this would be the first beer I would You're share so with generous. everyone who You're comes so over. I'm, I know, you know me. And I'm, I'm not coming over to your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, a giver. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, that came out wrong. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. I, we I could am, be up at the kegerator. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, a two to me is a pretty mean thing to do. I give this a two five. There you go. Two five. It's it's such a nice. Beer. I could get through a glass of it, um, but I wouldn't. If I bought a six pack, I'd be sending that off to my son and his roommates, yeah. saying, "There, hey, I got you some beer." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's nothing terribly wrong with it. There's no. just not anything terribly right about not it. My <laughs> I'm a two five too. I'm yeah. not a fan of what I brought. I apologize. No, that's all right. It's all right. Hey, we branched out tonight. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're stepping outside our comfort zone. Paul's forgiven, Padre. Yeah. Tom, do you have do you have a, a dissenting view, or are you on board? I'm I'm in that two two point five. Okay, somewhere in there. All right. Are we going to suggest people not get this one? Oh, I'm, I mean, I would never say that because again, we've talked about really because we could play the movie some, club. Some, if, you, if you did suggest that, we could play the movie. All right, we'll play the movie. Let's do it. Let's just put a warning out there for people. But again, you may love this beer, and we don't judge. No, you yeah. not. Yeah. It's terrible. Nobody drink the beer. The beer has gone bad. That's fair. I think yeah, no, fair. I think it's, it's fair. We never get to use <laughs> yeah, that. I know, we never get to use that. Because yeah, we yeah. bring good, yeah, really good beer. beer. That's fair. That's fair. It, it may not have been completely yeah. fair. Yeah. It, it is a warning first. to Coors Miller yeah. to do that yes. to them. But yeah, it is. It's unique on two levels. That's yes. right. That's fair. Good. You're welcome. It's not a big deal what I do. You know what? It bumps me up on uh, Untapped. So even if it's only a 2.5, I still get credit for unique. Another unique. Yeah, 1835. Moving up. Moving up. Mr. Lopez. Coming I'm, for I'm you. Friend your I'm friendworthy. <laughs> I read this great article recently, and I think all of us can relate. Uh, it's called The 15 People You Always See on Every Brewery Tour, uh, written by Meredith Heil, writer for The Thrillist. It's a great article. I mean, I'll share it on Twitter so you can take a look at it, because uh, it's not only accurate, it's very funny. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. All right, so 15 people you always see on every brewery tour. Meredith Heil, thank you for writing this great article. We're not going to give it all away. You do have to go read it. She put the time in to write it. But we got to talk about this article. And when I read it, I, I shared it with the talent right away. But I, I thought, we have met all these peeper, people over actually, and over. Actually, I, I felt like I was a few of these people. <laughs> yeah. so so that, let's say, let's be honest. I think it's, yeah. we have met all these people, and I can and see myself in quite a few of these people. That's yeah. what the talent said right yeah. after he yeah. read it. He goes, yeah. Jeff, we are these people, or at least <laughs> some of them, and have been from time to time. Exactly. So, um, like a chameleon. Miss Hiles, she writes about these 15 people, the, the walking billboard, the guy that's just loaded up with uh, brewery. No, that's not me at all. <laughs> Hat, <laughs> Hat no, shirt, yeah. no, fanny sure. pack. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fanny pack. Oh, Never wow. They're coming back. Never I keep telling it. you guys that the fanny packs are coming back, and I love my fanny pack from 10,000 barrels. The frequent flyer. The light, this, these were my two favorites. The life is good guy. Yes. yes. 
and the life is good guy's dog. Yes, and that's very true. <laughs> yes. The other one I thought was pretty funny because, again, you don't really think about it, but they have the cyclist. And that is so true. You go into <laughs> no, breweries true, and you yeah. always see people in yeah. cycling in their yeah. old tight pants and stuff and their helmet and they're in there. They like, what do you, so you ride from brewery yeah. to brewery? I, that, I could get behind that. Yeah. We, we have Maybe you are a cyclist. Yeah. We have done that, but we're not like hardcore cyclists. Like no. We ride around in our beer shirts yeah. and our brewery walking billboards. Cargo style. shorts. Yeah. 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 Cargo shorts, brewery shirts, but yeah. with bikes. Yes, but I thought that was pretty funny. Let's they see. Biking I, beer gear, you'd buy it though. I also, and the other one, it was funny because I was at Carlsbad Brewing Supply uh, the other day, and I'm, we're sitting next to this table and we're, we're having some beers there. And these this guys, this, oh. these older gentlemen are sitting right next I to me. I was busy. And, and the waitress comes me up too. there. <laughs> I've, I'm sure I sent an invite. I don't know. So I was sitting uh, there drinking by myself. Yeah, I yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, uh, and this guy next to me, or the, the table next to me, the waitress comes over and goes, can I help you? And she goes, he goes, what do you have that tastes like a Coors Light? Oh. And that's the number 11 person. What do you have that's like a, you know, whatever. Right. It's like, uh, I just started laughing yeah. out loud when no, I heard the guy did. say that. You know, it's like, it's like, why are you coming to a microbrewery yeah. to ask for a Coors Light? Something you know, you can go to anywhere like and just get a Coors Light. But it was just kind of funny. Talent, so. you may have been number six from time to time, the oh, college sports oh, yes. fan. I've, I would oh, say yeah. college and pro sports my, fan. My wife insists that every time she goes to a brewery, she sees the underappreciated scholar there, and then she rolled her eyes. So yeah. I think Cliff she Clayton. means one of you. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then, and then the, the other one, though, that I've, I've, be, I've been seeing more and more, fun. and I'm maybe becoming more and more aware of it now as I'm an empty nester, but it's the Saturday afternoon parent. It's like, when did people start bringing their kids ah, and their strollers yes. and their dog yeah. and everything, and they bring it, and it's like, th we're getting yeah, away Kim's from it. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. and they're just at the, and they just let their kids go and stuff, <laughs> and, and actually, some of the local breweries here have even kind of now started to install like little playgrounds and yeah, stuff because yeah. they know that's a whole demographic. Right. So I, yeah, I think it, it was pretty funny how they hit all these things. Number well, eight. They had that when we had kids that young. Yeah, exactly. I probably would have loved it then, but yeah. now yeah. it's like, hey, come no, on, man. Yeah. I just want to sit here and have no, a beer and talk to my friends. I know all of you. I love all of you. You all would have had the good common sense yeah. to leave your kids at home. Right. Ah. Yeah, but those opportunities where we couldn't. Yeah. I think you were, I, that's I, what Chuck E. Cheese was for okay. back in the day. Wow. All right. yeah. I guess they had beer. They had beer. Yeah. It wasn't very good beer. That's where you could get beer that tasted like Coors Light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that Chuck E. Cheese? Number eight was the random someone from Colorado. Yes. I don't think we see that quite as much here. No. But it's uh, maybe we're not looking. Yeah, we're not enough. looking. But there's well. someone from, from blank. Exactly. Who has to let you know they're, they're from, from blank. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that they also have microbrews up to seven or eight of them exactly. in their state. Right. Um, the hustler, the designated martyr, the freeloader, yeah. the gram ambassador, yeah, who's so taking pictures of everything, to post Instagram. pictures on Instagram, oh, yeah. Instagram. usually yeah. of, of herself yes. Yes. or himself. Yeah. Uh, the bachelor, bachelorette, and company. And I usually see those ones when you go to a bigger place like an Ale Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. here they come. They come in on their tour Look bus. At me. Yes, exactly. Look at me. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I was looking through the lists, and. Uh, are we gonna? I came here to drink. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Well, before I talk about that, that's a good point, Brian. Thank you. Uh, it's time for well, a. I think a, you're up, talent. Well, I think you just got called I'm, out. I'm up. So for my beer. So here's what I brought us. I brought a, a unique. My unique beer was a limited release this summer by a local brewery called Belching Beaver here in Vista, and the brewery. It's called Taste Like Space. That's the name of it. And basically, when I went up to it and I saw the can, and I'm like, this looks really cool. And the guy selling it to me goes, hey, it tastes like a Milky Way candy bar. And I'm like, oh, sold. Oh, gotta have so that. I can't wait to try this. I haven't, I've been saving it for, for a couple weeks knowing we were going to do this episode. It's known as an English sweet or milk stout. It's got 5.3% alcohol content. And here is the description from Belching Beaver. It says it's loaded with chocolate asteroids, caramel comets, and is dark like the black of space. 
Wow. So you can look at it and you can see like oh, how wow. black it is. And it is. It's absolutely black. It's like but it black. smells It smells oh. like caramel and chocolate. Some, just yeah. some tiny bubbles, just a no, tiny so little good. bit of foam on top. Is this, this going to push, give uh, their peanut butter chocolate? Well, it doesn't have the peanut butter? butter in it. I could see if you took this and mixed it a little bit. It might be too much. But this with like, oh, it is. It smells like a brownie. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it does taste a little like a Milky Way. Mother Earth used to make, uh, when they first opened, they did a, a special release of a mother's milk. Yeah. And this is a, oh, right. this is oh, a yeah. very close. Oh, my. Oh, see, really I thought good. it was going to be really, really sweet. I was prepared. Yeah, I was prepared. Uh, kind of like a dark, more of a darker yeah, chocolate taste to it. But no, I, but it's, 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 it's not sweet. No. And I like that about it. I don't think I'd like it as much if it was really sweet. Wow. But it def definitely is chocolatey. Yeah. I... I it reminds me a lot of the, the macaroon nut ale, but without the macaroon part of it. It's just got that smooth dessert, mm -hmm. like this. It's a good beer. I know I'm going for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, that's a great choice. It's got a mm. little bit a little bit roastiness in it. Yeah. That's what they actually say. It's got the touch of earthy roast. I don't Earth, know what that means. Earthy roast, but, yeah. But uh, you can taste a little bit of the roasted. Earthy's, the earthy's the way they say that, yep. It's, uh, but it's not rough. It's not like sometimes you have rye beers and you're, yeah. you know, they have a roughness. Yeah. That it doesn't have that at all. Well, it's not very, like when you think about it, with only 5.3% alcohol content, it's not too, you know, it's not overwhelming on that part of it. You know, you don't get like what you get with those imperial stouts and that kind of stuff where it... I just want to smell it. I want a candle made of this. <laughs> because, you know, me and my candles. Is that ironic? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> I really do think. So back to uh, so back to what we were talking about I, I, on that list. As I was looking through the list, and I kind of said, you know, there's there's some people that aren't on this list. So I'll see if you guys agree. And, and these are people I feel like we see kind of on a regular basis. Um, one is kind of the beer geek, and so that beer geek is the person who kind of likes all styles of beer and shares their knowledge and love for beer. Um, they always, it says, you know, usually you'll see, and they always have nearly a full glass as they're too busy talking to drink. I probably can be accused of this quite often. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hello, and um, the, the, the beer geek, though, is not to be confused with the beer snob, because right. the beer snob is, no. on the other hand, he takes things to extreme. Yep. And uh, they will always uh, judge your, um, um, you know, beer choice, and they'll make fun of you if you don't drink the beers and your flight in the right order. Um, and then, the, and let's just be honest, it's just not normal to say mouthfeel that many times in one day. <laughs> so that would be the, the, the beer snob. Did you, did you so, so glad I didn't say that about the space beer. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it which, isn't normal which to Which is a side note. I'm, so giving, you didn't. I'm yeah. giving a 4.5. I'm right there, 4.5 right there I with you as well. So I, I was, and I would bet you that with a few more drinks, uh, it, it, it would probably climb five. even a little yeah. longer. So. I was pushing so. five on that one. Did, uh, did, you go did you have anybody that you didn't see on the list? Well, you had... We, we discussed this a little bit, yeah. and uh, the bearded drinker, yeah, who, who's not a brewer, no, because normally they love to play a brewer yeah. on Twitter exactly. and Instagram, yeah. <laughs> often wearing flannel, yeah, yes. often wear flannel, and, and I think you pretty much could go. And I, I was talking with Joe about this: is you could probably go through all the previous descriptions, and you could find one of those, and just add bearded to it. So yes, the, that's you right. Know, so that kind of the, the, whatever it is, the bearded beer snob is one hundred percent a thing to tell you uh, the history of the brewery and why you shouldn't have ordered the beer you ordered. As you're enjoying trying to enjoy the beer you right. ordered, um, 
But the beard and is Jeff, cyclist. your beard's coming in quite nice. Thank, yes, it is. It's <laughs> looking good. So. Only if their legs are shaved. Yeah. The, so. beard, is, the beard is cyclist? Yeah, the shaved legs and beard. Yes, yeah, so that's okay. a good point. Okay. The taster? The, the, oh, the taster. And no I different. have that's, certainly been that person. Oh, we all have been that. But that's <laughs> yeah. the person that's on the mission in life to sample as many beers as humanly possible. And I would blame Untapped, really, because yeah. I think they've driven that. Um, but I basically, the easiest way to identify a taster is by the size of their glass. Because, again, why, <laughs> why drink a few pints when you can just drink a mouthful of every beer they serve? Now, right. now is, the taste, is the taster actually buying these, or is he the guy just well, sitting I, there trying each sampling? Well, that time? would actually be the, gra uh, the freeloader. The freeloader. So, yeah. freeloader slash taster. The taster is yeah. just the guy that you're saying, hey, that's a great beer. Oh, did you guys order a flight already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mind if I, I just... Enjoy that? Yeah. Mind I've been that guy, too. So, uh, <laughs> so the next one I had is uh, I thought of the hop head, because that's the person that just craves hops, and only the hoppiest beer will suffice. Um, I remember I, I was talking with a guy, and he's like, IPAs all day. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, they'll just drink that. And then basically, they're trying. They're, they have this never-ending quest to find a beer like so hoppy that you can't even drink it. And that's the <laughs> hop head. And then the other one I put down uh, is the beer hater, who usually shows up with their spouse or their partner, and they can always be heard saying, like, what kind of place doesn't have any wine? You know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we have. We yeah. have. <laughs> I told my wife it wasn't a reference to her, because she's a saint that she comes with us to all these breweries. But yeah, that's but, uh, but, yeah oh, but I, I thought that was pretty funny. So, or what do you have that tastes like wine? Yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And they so, will try this saison. Yeah. I will say this: she, it doesn't taste like wine. She's trying a lot of beers now, and she's we're we're, we're converting a, her a little bit, a so champ. that's good. So, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty fun, and, and I, I I enjoyed the article, and and uh, now it makes me I'm gonna go to next the next brewery I'm sitting at. I'm gonna be looking. Oh, that's that guy. Oh, that's that guy. And most the, of the time, the fingers will be pointing right back at me. And so. the guy with the poorly Mirror. behaved dog oh, slash child yeah. slash friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, what about the uh, the uh, tag along loner? We, we've oh, run into yes. more than yes. one yes. tag along yes. loner. Yeah. Uh, Ian up Ian. in Ian. Or Ben yeah. Oregon. We probably should just mind. call him the Ian. The, yeah. That would be ours. Yeah, let's do that. that we're yeah. just gonna call him the Ian. I'll, I'll, uh, you tell, tell Brian that story just real quick, cause. Because that was a pretty funny one. We that were we had just made it to Bend, Oregon. We're staying at McMinimins, and they have a speakeasy, little hidden compartment room, a bar. We find it, and they won't tell you where it is. You do have to go find it. Go through a, a custodial room closet to get to the speakeasy, and, and it's just the seven or eight of us up there just enjoying the the evening. This is gonna be great. And the bartender, we have our own private bartender, and the bartender's friend comes in. And he decides that we are far more interesting than anything he's got going on. And yeah. he just keeps pushing the threshold, the, the parameter of our, our space. Yeah. And, and the talent, who is about the friendliest person you're ever going to meet, was not having any of it. That was a very rare side to see a talent um, of arms crossed, legs crossed, yeah. shoulder to him. But he wasn't giving up, and he wasn't going away, and he started to go through his marital problems. Oh, yeah, it was a night. Deep marital oh, And issues, and then the, the women got very excited about his marital issues. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it was a soap opera. Yeah, was and then reality we, he said, what are you guys doing? We're going here tomorrow. We're, why sure enough, he shows up. The next, he showed up. Next yeah. day, <laughs> he next showed up, and he, he he not only showed up, he biked to find us. He biked like ten miles. To I couldn't remember the, where we said we were going to meet, yeah, so yeah. I just started going. He biked because he didn't have a car. Exactly, because right. he was the cyclist <laughs> on this list. And we asked, "How did things go with your wife last night? Did any of the advice?" Oh, I didn't go home. <laughs> so that's, so that's I don't know much about women, but he yeah. didn't recognize us. We had to. <laughs> we're like, that's, we saw him that's, walking through. Oh, we great. should tell him yeah. it was us. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he recognized us. <laughs> he, he was pretty. Us, yeah. he was we pretty, did get uh, a picture with him, though. Yes, we, we did, did. Yeah. 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 We were very friendly, much more friendly the next day. Yeah. I felt at that point, <laughs> Saved take some pity on him. He had, he had earned a space yeah. within the friend group for those two days. For those yeah. days, yes. <laughs> 
But, but day, when we left town, we did not tell him. Yeah, we, didn't we, tell we were heading to Weed, yeah. California. Nor did we yeah. invite him to visit us. So. Uh, well, uh, I think we've had some complete candor on which of these types we've been. Uh, it sounds like we've been more than one of them. The shopper's not here. The, whoa, I'm looking right at you, slow-mo. Yes. <laughs> oh, true. Everybody's ready to go, yeah. and someone has Someone's to stop and go through the, the swag. Yeah. Yeah. I do it at the beginning, so that's a different yeah. That's the first place I go. Because yeah. <laughs> I buy just as much. The considerate <laughs> shopper, yeah. Like I said, like 90% of my wardrobe is beer, brewery shirts, so... Yeah. Hey, did you guys get down that, that the, was it space dust? Space, taste like space. Taste, taste, taste like, like space. space. Taste like space, I did. So are we ready for uh, another unique? I, I believe, Jeff, you've I, got a unique for I us. I do. I don't have it out of the cooler, though. Uh-oh. All right, so my wife picked out this beer, and I've been seeing all this hate uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter about milk, milkshake IPAs and probably well-deserved hate but my wife picked this out some time ago and said, this is what you're bringing to, to, <laughs> in, to your unique night. Um, and she bought it. So here it is. Uh, Big Tom's Milkshake IPA. Uh, oh, boom. So, See, and I'm, I'm looking for the Milkshake IPA to take over the hazy. Yeah. Stuff good, I'm over the hazy. I'm done with the hazy. Yeah, the hazy time. We're, we're ready for yeah, the, the hazy time. To we have hazy fans within our group. Who? I ain't one of them. But, but he's not here tonight. <laughs> so... I, no, I, I mean, I, I think they had their time yeah, in their I place. Like hazies, but but I had some that I liked, yeah. but yeah. most of them, eh, not so much. Nothing special. Uh, this beer is made by Three Magnet Brewing in Olympia, Washington. That's good. Um, there was another uh, Three Magnet Brewing beer that I was trying to get by. It was Drive By Fruiting, and I just love oh, that. Oh, that's and a that. great name. Drive By from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a Drive By Fruiting, uh, which was a Berliner style <laughs> sour. So I said, I don't oh, know if a milkshake IPA is any good, but I'm not getting a Berliner sour right. if I don't have to. Um, so this Big Tom's Milkshake IPA, Blood Orange Creamsicle, it's yeah. a collaboration they make with Big Tom's drive through in Washington. It's currently out of production, and they make this milkshake IPA with different flavors throughout the year. It's a double dry hopped IPA, Blood Oranges, and they add vanilla, weighs in at 7.2%. This is phenomenal. Is it? Oh, I haven't tried it. Yeah, and I, I well, am you a try. Milk, I'm a milkshake IPA guy. Yeah. I hope they take over the hazy. Yeah, this is really this like is, this. This is, and like I said, you, I, for me, you said that with for me to say that about an IPA. I am serious. This is delicious. Oh, that is really good. Overthrow the hazy. Oh good. yeah, that is really. I mean, good. I, I just, I'll go on record. This is the first time I probably ever said this in the history of this podcast. But this is an IPA, and this is my favorite beer of the night. So this is this is phenomenal. Yeah. So, why is it out of production? Right. Well, because they, they change up their milkshake IP. Oh, I see. They, they use, so uh, they're still going to have the milkshake berries. IP, but they'll use different flu- Oh, then that's fantastic. I feel like I need to go to this drive-thru in, in Olympia, Washington. Yeah, if you get a sweet tooth, I think the milkshake IP yeah. is going to be that's on your really, list And the, the lactose, yeah. and I don't know if it actually has lactose in it, but that, that milkiness yeah, just uh, brings down... Brings down the bitterness. Brings the out hoppy, the bitter. You, know, yeah. you don't need taste, like I said, the resiny, the pine, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, that is really good, and, and that's... Uh, I think well I think, again I think dangerous seven point two percent seven and I think Tasty. because it's seven point two and so delicious that yeah. bumps it up from a four seven five to me up to a five I, oh. I would give this one a five I would I would agree for me for to have an IPA that I actually would go and order I would go to a place to find this IPA it has to be a five for me I'm glad I'd go five yeah I'll go five right. I went four seven five. That's oh, but as we know, Brian, Brian is, he, for him, it's fives or, yeah. yeah. So, but five that's pretty good. Enough. Close enough. I it, went four seven. That's five. a majority. Hit it, Tom. There we go. 
We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. Oh, we, I, was a, I thought I was going to bring the, uh, the, the dog of the night, and I brought the Shawshank no, of the night. No, that was fantastic. Great job. So yeah. It's time for Beer versus Baywatch. Oh, that's a good point. It's our very own David Hasselhoff here. Woo! So. You can't see it, listeners, but Brian is running across the room. Yeah, right, yeah, right now. Uh, stripping my taking clothes off. Taking his shirt right off. Right yeah. In this okay, put your clothes back on. <laughs> How many times have you heard that song? Uh, a lot. Yeah, because we're every sorry, day when he gets sorry. ready for work. <laughs> that's what they play around. He puts the, on the uniform. That's what they play around the locker room or whatever. What do you call the place where, where you guys all get together? Gather. The locker room where, where they hang out. What is that? Hey, hey we're in the oh, locker room. It's the beach. Room. I'm sorry. No, oh, Brian looks at the other. I put my red shorts on one leg at a time, <laughs> just right. like the rest of you. Somebody else. And because we're lucky enough to have Brian here. Uh, we're going to take advantage of this. Each ILB member gets a request from Brian, either a beer story or a Baywatch story. And as usual, talent, you're starting us off. So I'm going to go the obvious. You need a Baywatch story. So okay. my Baywatch, we've had a lot of discussion on this podcast. We did a whole episode on them, but sharks, mm -hmm. okay? We've had gone back and forth. Should we be for them, against them? Uh, in your experience... Uh, what should our stance be on sharks? I think sharks, you got to be for them. It shows a healthy ocean. You know, you're gonna, you can have a vending machine fall, fall over and kill you. Good more point. often than a shark. shark okay, but so. the bull sharks in the ocean. About, let's <laughs> talk about in the ocean's a good point. Vending machines in the ocean. Oh, we'll try it. Happens. It. <laughs> it happens. Off the off those tankers. <laughs> it falls off vending right. machines. Even let's the, talk about bull sharks because yeah, bull sharks. Right, that's yeah. where the discussion where came. We, we were pretty pro shark. Yeah. <laughs> bull sharks are freshwater insult. That's right. exactly what I'm going to say. Like stay stay in your lane, bull sharks. We will give you the ocean, but the fresh water is ours. The rivers and lakes are ours. I agree. Nice. Okay. We have it. Or you need to find them a cow shark, or you need to go find the penguins and see how you do that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and let's, let me ask you a question. In your experience on the beach, what's your experience with land sharks? Land sharks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I have an experience with land sharks. I would think oh, you've probably on. seen a few drunken yeah. land sharks <laughs> in your time on the beaches of California, because yeah. I've seen a drunken yeah. land sharks. I think, so. I think you've been a what drunken What about land shark, shark jumping like Fonzie? Yes. Have, have you, ever you jumped yourself a jumped a shark? Have you jumped? Have, have you jumped witnessed shark. jump sharking? Yeah. No. Right. Can you set up some jump sharking for us? I will look into it for you guys. All right, Tom. Let's do you want a gag. beer or a Baywatch question from Brian? Well, I think it's going to be beer. Okay. Because uh, as I mentioned before, I keep getting the chime early in the morning from Untapped. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. And more often than not, I look up. You can turn that off, you know. I just want you to know that. It's a notification. It's Brian Ketterer. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Mr. Ketterer over there. So he, he's definitely a guy who's well-traveled. So I'm very curious. What do you think is the best brewery scene outside of San Diego? Good oh, question. that is a good question. Um, besides Fresno. <laughs> and yeah. Russian River. You, you seem to go there a lot. I do go to, I, yeah, that's one of my stops. Santa Rosa is definitely one of my stops. Um, I'm going to have to say for ambiance and for just like cool vibes, uh, Paso Robles is up and coming. Ooh, nice. um, and, and 805 is just not Fresh the only thing there, but the Firestone, answer, Firestone is a good anchor for him and it's growing. Um, and don't um, discount Sacramento. Yeah, and the surrounding areas. They have some good really time, good beers Big up sexy. there. Big Sexy. Big Sexy is a great sexy, brewery there. Yeah. You got to love yeah. that name? <laughs> you do got to love that name. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I didn't know if we were at that yeah. point. In our well, with your shirt off. Yeah, I already yeah, took fantastic. the shirt off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I got a beer question too. Pliny, what can you tell us? Oh, Pliny, Pliny, elder or younger? You tell us. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you that don't know, you sh- uh, it's getting pretty popular. Blind Pig is their single IPA. Um, Plenty of the Elders are double, and Plenty of the Younger is their triple IPA, but it only comes out in the spring, typically the, I think it's the first week of February. Um, with both breweries now open, it's a lot different than it used to be to get in line and wait for that four and a half hours, five hours. There's a, you used to have to gauge it, there's a taco shop uh, when you made the line, and if you were ahead of the taco shop before downtown uh, Russian River Brewery, the pizza joint, um, you knew you were going to get in the first wave. If you got behind the taco joint, you were there for five to six hours waiting for that first tap. Oh. So with Windsor opening up now, um, I was up there this year. I got there four hours early, and I actually made the first wave. But the gal that sat down next to me, I said, how long did you have to wait? And she said, I only sat in line for an hour. Oh. Yeah. So I think with the two breweries, it's going to be a lot easier to get it. And as you, if you're if you're any kind of a beer connoisseur and you haven't had Russian River, you're looking for it. It's a great uh, intro to to microbrews and understanding what you're tasting and kind of get your palate used to it. Um, it's getting a lot easier to find just with Windsor opening and the more barrels that are coming out of it. I've seen it actually on tap a lot more down here and even yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, so. and I and I would say. Plenty of the Younger, by far, it changes every year. It has a slightly different taste. The ABV changes quite a bit. Um, it can be super hoppy. It can be a little bit smooth. But um, Blind Pig is one of my favorite beers. To, it's a go-to. Like we, you we said, I see you checking in all the time, yeah. Blind Pig. Yeah. Yeah. We had that up there in that, yeah. that 25 taste. Yeah, oh, one taste of the was, largest yeah, tasters yeah, yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of tasting. <laughs> and there's no other options. But You're you taking what? 25 tasters. I would do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pre- yeah, it was phenomenal. So, and if you have me on again, so my daughter's going to school in Wisconsin, and Wisconsin has a great, yeah. uh, it's starting to have a really good beer scene, and New Glarus is kind of their anchor. So I'll bring yeah. some beer in for you guys for oh, that. You're a recurring guest now, so yeah, pretty that's much whatever you want to come <laughs> on. Yeah. When, when I bring a growler, yeah. I guess if I'm automatically If you're going to yeah. bring beer, we're like, yeah, come on, you're on. So we don't have high standards, yeah. um, but you're in. You met, yeah. you met them, the standards. Yeah. So you're I don't there. know if I just insulted you, but you met the standards there, so... Producer Joe, yeah, so I'll you got a beer question. or Baywatch? I've got Baywatch. I, you have uh, knowledge on something that we all are, I'm sure, quite curious about, which is the beaches that you uh, patrol. So what's the best beach nobody knows about in California or San Diego? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, beauty in San Diego, take away some of the... People that are naked on it. Black's Beach is by far one of the most beautiful beaches in San Diego. Some of the people that are naked. Yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah. take, take away some, some of them. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Take away a few. Leave a couple. Leave some of the naked people, but take away a few. But of I, I, I think we know what you're talking about. Uh, as I think through this, and you guys have talked about um, traveling as couples, traveling as families, there's nothing that beats the Mendocino Coast. Good beer, beautiful scenery, uh, history, natural resources, trails. I mean, you name it, they got it. And it's just, it's beautiful six to seven months out of the year before it gets really cold. But it it is an amazing coastline that everybody should see. Very cool. Thank you. Very cool. Thank you very much. Let's keep that to ourselves. Yes. Don't don't tell anyone. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for all the great beers, everybody. And also, Joe, thank for your beer. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Joe. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed having a few beers with us, hearing a few stories. Uh, Please tell your friends and share the podcast. We appreciate it. Follow us on our social media. That's it, because it's time. we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N. Beer run.
Sober driver, B double E double R U N, here